Alright y'all, what's going on? It is your man Gerard Kenneth um, We're going to actually do something different this time So you see me with my headphones on Those who are listening to the podcast, you won't see any of this But yes y'all, yes y'all, yes y'all We're actually doing a Facebook Live And um, it's going to actually be, um, I'm doing a podcast as well and um, yeah, so I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually really uh, mad nervous, even though nobody's actually looking, because I usually do uh, the podcast in my closet, so it kills like a lot of the noise. And now I'm just out in open space in my little music room and stuff like that. So um, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get that started. So in any case, um, today's episode, like I said, this is entirely different, guys. So I'm actually speaking into the mic. It's recording it on uh, the program that I'm using right now. But uh, we're going to actually do, um, I'm waiting, I'm waiting on my homeboy to get on. Because it's been a while, y'all, since I actually did like a Facebook Live video. I don't remember the last time I did one. Maybe it was like a month or a couple months ago or whatnot. But we're going to call this, we're calling this episode, and this is actually episode 25. So 25 is actually a pretty good number, you know. Um, so I'm not going to go into the whole thing as far as like biblical numerology and what that means, biblically speaking. But it's fun, but it's a good number. And I'm actually going to invite my homeboy, uh, Justin Tony. So you guys give me a sec. I'm going to get him on here right now. Let me text him right now. Let him know that I'm on. All right. And so for those uh, that are actually watching on Facebook right now, the, the few people that are watching, thank you so much for just taking time out of your night, out of your evening for the most part, or out of your night, to just listen to hear what we got to say. I L was good, man. Yo, what's good, bro? So getting in the crib, getting stuff. I'm interested to see how this topic goes hey, tonight. Yeah, man. Hey, thank you so much, man. I, I appreciate. It. Hey, just let's 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 backtrack real quick. Everybody, this is my man Justin Tony, um, aka SoQ, correct? SoQ. It's SoQ original. SoQ yep. original. And my man, he's an author. He's a poet. Um, he's a military vet. My man just um, well, he just came from an event. And uh, he actually just made the trek real quick, and then he sounds tired. So we're not going to uh, keep him long. We're not going to keep you guys oh, long great. as well. That's great. Oh, okay. Thank so, you. but yeah, yeah, well, right now we're in the middle. Well, actually, just introduce yourself real quick, man. Especially for the podcast, introduce yourself real quick. All right, so what's up, everybody? Um, so the topic, uh, I want to make sure I'm sharing it right now. So it's talking about giving access uh to I guess people in your life mm-hmm. is essentially what it is. Yeah, but I want you to introduce yourself, like let okay. people know who you are, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, and I'm, I'm I'm sharing the video right now. Oh, like, okay, oh yeah, 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 my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, bro. Sorry. I'm like, what you doing? <laughs> Alright, All right, so anyways, while you getting that, uh, we got some people watching. Um, a sister, she I don't know if y'all want me to say it was is on Facebook Live. So um, one sister, her name is Corlin, she said passed to something or some area that would normally be locked or secure. That's what she thinks uh, access granted means. Uh, Tracy, he said access to grant, to have permission to be allowed in an area that isn't normally, wow, both of you guys are good. Anybody else got any thoughts concerning that? So while uh, Tony, Tony, I called you by your last name, while Justin is actually uh, introducing himself or whatnot, you guys, um, if you guys, huh? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, so while 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 Justin is introducing himself and sharing part of his life story, um, you guys just let us know in the comments what do you think access granted means 
to you and then after he shares his life story then we, I'll go ahead and get into the story that him and I were talking about uh, behind closed doors go ahead bro you got it man uh, right now it's okay my name is Justin Tony you know government name everything uh, I go by Soul Quest on stage in my book um, as well as Soul Q Originals kind of like my brand mm-hmm. with everything that I do um, I realized that Soul Quest like the names out there but if you look up Soul Q Original I'm the only one um, so I'm an author of a book called Evolution of Soul and Jennifer Poetry, also part of the Spit Fire Poetry Group here in Savannah. Been writing for about, about 14, so about 19 years. Wow. 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 Uh, 19, 18, 18, 19 years since I started writing. Kind of sketchy at first, but then I started really getting into it later. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, I'm a military veteran. I was there for several years. They did two deployments. Uh, college graduate. Oh, wow. You know, and I didn't know that. Living in Savannah. You, you, I could have sworn we talked about it. Nah, that. I don't remember you saying that you graduated college, bro. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I obviously know I know about the military that. vet, but I didn't know that. <laughs> you just never, matter of fact, never mentioned it. Maybe, maybe it was like once or twice. Maybe, I don't know. I always think I do talk about stuff, uh-huh. but maybe I didn't. But anyway, um, from Wichita, Kansas, originally, you know, and our, of course, our military brought me here, living in Savannah, Georgia area. Um, and just, you know, just getting things in my life, you know, um, and just doing things as I see a lot of times, you know, taking chances and opportunities that come around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, kind of right now working on in my mind and that concept, whatever to do for my next project book or CD wise. Right, right. I got a show set up in Columbia, South Carolina on the 19th at the White Mule. Um, it's going to be really dope. And so if you're in the Columbia, South Carolina area, Tuesday, the 19th at the White Mule at 7.30, check us out. Um, it's going to be real dope. Can't wait to be a part of that. Uh, getting back in, into the groove of, you know, touring and featuring outside the state. And so, you know, I'm glad to be here. Looking forward to see what we're going to talk about as far as access and what people think about it. What are y'all thoughts and, and what we're going to get into? Word, word. Thank you so much, man. All right, so, um, and Tracy, he actually put something else on. And guys, you may not know, Tracy, he actually got on a, uh, a Facebook Live, like, sometime last year, and we were talking about, like, far as, like, when's the t- right time to actually, like, uh, pursue a woman. So it's actually really, really, really dope. I actually need to add that in my podcast. So uh, we'll get that together, and then I'm going to reach out to him as well. So, Tracy, thank you again, man. So what he actually, he wanted to add on to what he was saying earlier. So he said, granted also means to have access. It means... Um, it, it gives something without expecting or requiring a return. So you're granting something. You're allowing. You're giving something. Kind of like freely, right? So mm-hmm. um, right. you and I we talked uh, a couple a couple days ago, and um, um, people may have known this um, uh, as far as me being in, I've been in like a different relationships or whatnot. Everybody has. But um, there's a particular uh, young lady that I haven't talked to in quite a while. Like, I don't go on my way to talk to her. Yada, 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 yeah. yada, yada. So uh, she, you know, slides in the DMs on the Instagram. And it was, for the most part, it was just a business inquiry or inquiry. But yeah. it was more like, still don't ever talk to me again. Because we, we, when we broke up, um, basically it ended on bad terms based on things that transpired throughout the relationship and it in one perspective it was my fault that I stayed in it that long even after I like 
explain things. Hey, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like how you disrespect me. I don't like how you talk to me. Da, da, da. It just kept continuing it to where it was just like, I got frustrated and she felt some type of way because people saw me being frustrated, not throwing a fit, not throwing stuff, just genuinely angry because she decided to just do what she wanted to do. And so, and I talked about yeah. that before in a different thing. So, but anyways, make a long story short. So Shorty, she hits me up. She's asking me about some business that I do. And I'm just like, uh, one, every part of me was just like, ignore the whole heck out of this chick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ignore yeah. her. And, yeah. um, and for the most part, you know, I, 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 I talked to my homeboys. I, I, I talked to Justin. I talked to, uh, an older sister in the faith of mine. She's like a really big sister to me. And I asked her what she thought. And overall, like my people were just like, what does she want? Don't talk to her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because for me personally, and I talked, I, I, I shared this with a friend of mine, uh, a really close friend of mine. And so I was telling her about just, and this is before this even transpired, this maybe like a month or so or a month and a half ago about giving people access to you. And some people will use whatever they can to get access to you via, hey, you got my things and let me get them back. Let me stay in constant. And basically they wanna still have constant communication mm -hmm. with you in some shape, form or fashion. If you close the door and that's it, they'll figure out another way to get in. Mm -hmm. Right, and so in this case with this young lady, I was, when she was asking about my business, every part of me was like, "You don't even care," because that's the last thing that we talked about is that whatever I do, it doesn't matter or apply to you or doesn't mean nothing to you. So, period. Me doing my music, mm -hmm. me writing a book, me doing like the art and stuff like that. Whatever I do doesn't matter to you and this was in reference to uh her uh and, and some people may be listening it may come up as being insecure if you guys take it that way fine i mean i guess in one perspective it could be yeah. uh it was a friend of mine she saw his work and liked his work and was like oh i want to like support that cat and i was like hey, hey you got a whole boyfriend what's what's good and she said what she said and even then every part of me is like you should break up with this chick you know what i'm saying because right. she she ended up like sharing other things with other people that has nothing to do with her own personal life outside of the fact that she knows the person and this is after our conversation so i'm looking at all this and i'm yeah. just like wow so you just being petty you know what you're doing you clearly don't care so anyways we stayed in the relationship it got worse and i we just ended up breaking up and i didn't talk to her I, after that i just stopped talking to her she tried to reach out a few times for different things and i was just like no then there was some uh uh, I don't want to go, go into too much detail because it's not like everybody's business, but there was some other personal things transpiring that yeah, I needed yeah. her to uh, fulfill her commitment to, and she was being funny with that, and I was like, okay, yeah, I don't need to talk to you ever again. So, in mm -hmm. any case, I told the young lady, um, hey, yeah, I still do XYZ, but I can't help you, but good luck on finding what you're looking for business-wise, you know what I'm saying? Because I just don't, essentially, I just didn't want to talk to her at all. I don't care if it was financially related or not. As far as like a relational thing, it's like, if we couldn't communicate properly in a relationship, it'd be worse as far as a business transaction is concerned. Even if you're giving me business, I don't want to talk to you. That requires mm -hmm. me to talk to you. So in me talking to you, I'm giving you access in some shape, or form, or fashion to what's going on with me and what I'm doing. Now, granted, you can say, oh, well, um, you know, you ain't got to tell everybody everything, but you got people that pry. 
and they're nosy and they want to know what yeah. you're doing and this is outside of your own like your own scope of business right and we i mean we do that engine oh so what are you doing and all that, yeah but it's like in this case it's like i don't want any contact with you at at all and so when i told her that she said okay thanks left it alone i told my homeboys and uh, my big sister in the faith it's like oh okay cool and then shorty comes back well wait a minute why are you saying that for are you saying that because and then she actually mentions why she actually tried to talk to me in the first place without which is something she probably could have did or should have done in the very beginning but then she didn't she just like hey how you doing good morning like like nothing transpired in our relationship like we're just the best of friends and i was just like no you no we need to you don't i understand you're being polite and stuff like that but i'm still kind of yeah. like what it sounds yeah. like to me it's like you know pretty much you know and a lot of people do that in relationships it's like a, a abusive relationship it was since what it was because mm. how she supported other people outside of your relationship but and that she had the audacity and it makes no sense the people that you have in your relationship with you husband or wife boyfriend girlfriend whatever mm -hmm. your partner is the person you're supposed to support in your relationship like whatever he or she has going on mm -hmm. you're supposed to support your partner mm -hmm. but the fact that she told you whatever you have to do has nothing to do with me mm -hmm. and y'all in a relationship and she said that mm -hmm. she's pretty much abusing you and then also taking advantage of you saying okay i know he's around i have him I could talk to him and treat him this way right whereas other people outside of it okay that's business whatever but you're around me and she's taking advantage of you saying that you know i don't have to support you because she had, that's not so much to do with your business but rather the personal side yeah and as far yeah. as her thinking like why don't you want to deal with me we kind of discussed that already as far as you know as far as you know how narcissistic and abusive she is right but pretty much that that really is like think about um when I was talking about, uh, I saw this clip on YouTube. It's funny when I saw this. There's Lisa Ray. Mm. She's talking about her husband. Her yeah, husband I meant like to the, watch uh, that. Go ahead, I'm listening. What, what was she talking Tur about? Like Turks and Caicos. Like he was like the, the I guess leader, whatever you call it over there, Turks and Caicos, right? Mm. And she was married to him, but she was already dealing with enough stuff where you had people who from mm. the country mm. didn't even like accept her. Then you had that going on. Mm. Now mm. she's the first lady. She's happened to like have this new role. What do you mean, first lady? Like, like, like first lady, like church first lady of the nation, of the nation. Like he's like who's like the the president or whatever he was of like the whole like of a country. Kato. She's the first lady of a country, Lisa Ray. She was. She was. I didn't know that. I'm not sure if they're together anymore. Uh. But like, yeah, she like she is high prominent position. So, but she was saying that Dwayne Martin, you know, the actor, was her friend. And then she's the one who kind of introduced them a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the guy who was married to Keisha, Keisha Cameron Martin, the actress, oh, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Who played Gina. Uh-huh. So Dwayne Martin and her were used to be married. So they were friends. And she was saying how like, hey, he started like, you know, introducing like her husband to like other people and other women while she was away. Like he would be out the country doing this and that. And Dwayne and her husband were like hanging out and stuff like that. And he started like talking ish about her and like saying like you know trying to introduce her husband to other women and like doing some really shady stuff wow right and like it started like getting real crazy he started spending more time more with Dwayne than her Word. and they got to the point where like it ruined their marriage it's just like and i am i can i curse on here or not can i know you good no, man go ahead <laughs> go ahead i'm gonna relate her exact words she's like 
I ain't fucking with Dwayne no more. Like, wow. that used to be her friend. Uh-huh, and he uh-huh. betrayed her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She's like, no form of fashion, not acting, not personal, not business. I ain't messing with him no more. Right. Period. Because so, she, she affected about, his personal, her personal life. So even if it's money, even if it's fun, uh, money, even if it's a financial thing, she, that person, Dwayne was still, is still going to affect her. Because she said, no, why would I do any type of business with you? Why would I even be in the same space with you when you disrespected me from a personal level? Some people think that if it's just money, it's nothing. No, it's still a personal thing because that's part of your livelihood. That's what, that, that equates back to it's your beyond. own personal life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's every aspect of the life. So it's like, so with old girl, you talk about your ex. Yeah, you, like when you said your friend was telling you, like, oh, maybe she's doing her business. Why? No, because people, and it's funny how people try to separate business from personal, you can't. Because yeah, if somebody's a really horrible person, yeah. if somebody's a horrible person in general, mm-hmm. in business, a personal, there'll be a horrible person in business. And mm-hmm. business has to do with personal because look about it. That's your livelihood, whatever that you're part of, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're dealing with your business, and somebody's messed up as a person, mm-hmm. that's going to affect the business. Right, you know what I'm saying? right. And you can't, because, because, because of who they the are as person. a person, like their, their character, right? Like their character yeah, is going to show the business, so. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're giving access to somebody who is, that's part of the mentality. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what people say. Business always has to connect with the personal in yeah. some form or fashion. Yeah. Whether you put it on a larger scale, macro or micro, whatever your level you put it on, mm-hmm. business and personal have a part of it because who creates the business? A person. Right. So it's personal. Mm-hmm. So in some form or fashion. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like with her, yeah, completely cut her off in any form or fashion because she has no good intentions for your life in any form or fashion. So yeah, definitely. Right. You got to be really weary of people you mess with like... Um, on a tip, you were talking about people taking advantage of you. There was a chick, we were kind of, we didn't really date. And as a matter of fact, it's funny, we never met. So this is years ago, a Latina okay. chick. Uh. And it was my homegirl, I remember she put me on game about women. Mm-hmm. And I was still naive back then. Mm-hmm. And we all, she would have this tendency. Yeah. And she, we met online. And I'm not sure if you remember High Five, like back in the day. Yeah. Like that, I, uh, I met a chick on High Five, bro. <laughs> Was you know that what high five? I, so like, yeah, I think it was high five or maybe it was friend, friend or friend, friendster or something like that. Yeah, one of those. But yeah, yeah. So, and she was bad. Like she was beautiful. It's just man, we talk on the phone, and I was like thinking to myself, like, yo, how did I, you know, connect with this chick? You know, what I'm saying me thinking that way. But anyway, so mm-hmm. and she was real cool, real savvy. She was in the music business, all this other good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember she was in town while I was just living currently at where I'm from, where Kansas. But she's from New York, mm-hmm. and then you know she was popping every night. We have good conversation. We would chat it up. I was still, I was in the army at the time. Yeah, yeah. And then she would disappear. Wow. We'd hear from her for like weeks or months. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden she would pop back up. Like I think it was um, after I got back from deployment. And yeah, she called me at two in the morning. I'm like, who is this? I always his jealousy and blah blah blah. So I'm like, who? And then also we would talk. We have chatted up. We good things. She disappeared. And she would have those pop ins and outs after a moment mm-hmm. to the point where I remember it was 2011. It was like the third time she came back in. And then I didn't hear from her. And then my homegirl put me on gang. She was like, you know what's happening? I'm like, no. She's like, this is what's happening. She's some guy in her life hurt her, broke mm-hmm. her heart, whatever happened. And then but you're her crutch. 
Mm-hmm. And so what happens is you're the guy she could talk to. She can relate all of her feelings. She can kind of make herself feel good because you make her feel good when you compliment her. You have a great conversation, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Mm-hmm. And then when she sees this Morris Chestnut guy who comes to her like this guy who's like, oh, my God. Then, okay, she don't need you no more. She's utilized wow. your source for the moment. And then you reach, she no longer needs your resource at the time being. Really? But then when that guy turned out not to be ish, then she comes back and says, you know what? I could talk to so and so made me feel good. So to talk to you, hit you up again every blue moon. And, you know, after a while, it's been years since we spoke. I don't think we're, you know, ever going to get back on the, no, she's gonna, not going to hit me up anymore. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she was using me emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. And when my homegirl told me, she's like, she's like, I know women, you know what I'm saying? My homegirl's lesbian. And she's like, I know women. I know how they are. And this is what's happening. Right. And she's like, all right, you put me on game. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. people who were listening, if you got somebody who's out there who does, if somebody's not benefiting you, I remember it was um, Idris Ilba, and, and then he made a great point. And it was an article. He was talking about, it was a key word he used, and it was nourishment. He said, if your partner nourishes you, Okay, they feed you mm-hmm. and all aspects of your life make you better, make your life better, and that's the person you want to be with. Because mm-hmm. he said, not only does she make his life better directly, but she even made his relationship with his own friends that he's been knowing for years better for him. She did that because of her presence and her relationship with his friends and so forth. Mm-hmm. So if you find mm-hmm. somebody who does that for you, somebody who doesn't leech from you, somebody who doesn't take away so much mm-hmm. from you and drain you, mm-hmm. then that's the person you want to be with, somebody who enhances your life, right. makes you better professionally, yep. professionally, personally, all aspects of your life, that's the person you want to be with. That's the person you want to give access to. Yeah. And you know? uh, Corlin, what she said was, so my take on all of this is if people do not, and this is exactly what you were saying, if people do not add value to your life in whatever capacity, they are really not worth your time. And then we all know the golden phrase, you know what Tony, I mean Tony, boy I called you by your last name again. Justin, um, you you know the phrase to go, everybody knows the phrase. Time is what? Yep. It's time, it's money. Time is money. Time is money. You're exchanging Mm -hmm. your time for something else. And let me see what she said, another take, anyone who robs your peace. Oh, and I'm going, ooh, don't get me started on that corner, stop. So, <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you what's something that my best friend said when I broke up with the chick. He said, bro, it sounds like you got your peace back. He said, he said, you sound, he said, it sounds like he's, I can hear that. And, uh, you know, you know, Cass, you know, Cass, Cass and I, we, we yeah. chopped it up and she, she kind of felt like, like this vibe off of me that I felt off. And she was like, yo, where's your, where's your light at? Like you, you don't, you ain't like shining like you usually, you know, you're like, you're not this beaming person anymore. What's going on? I was ah, well, you know, I'm good. But Shorty and I broke up, but she, but it was weird. After Shorty and I broke up, I would see her periodically, right? And every once in a while, she's like, it looks like you're doing better. I was like, bruh, but I broke up with the chick. (laughs) But But you look like you're doing better. Right, I'm paraphrasing. Then it eventually got to a point where she was like, yeah, you're doing way better now, I can see it. She said, you're back to kind of like your optimum pers- persona. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're you again. Yeah. You weren't yourself. And so let, let's go into that, what she was saying. So anyone who robs you of your peace, you really don't want that person 
back in that relationship. It's toxic. And these are things that I've, I've touched on in previous uh, Facebook Live videos and previous podcasts. And Corlin, you, you hit the nail on the head. The shot was accurate. It's an eagle. You know what I'm saying? You got the eagle eye uh, metal on you, right? <laughs> you, it's, you hit the nail on the head. So mm-hmm. uh, what this person is saying is truth. Well, I've lived, and, and she's yeah, Sharon, that she's lived enough to understand people's peace, and, and 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 that's vitally important, guys. When you, if you're giving access to somebody, if you're granting access to that person, you essentially you're saying, come. It's like the song by Mary J. Blige, "Share My World." You're sharing something with mm-hmm. that person. You're come, and so think about that. And if this, and if 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 you find yourself in a toxic relationship if you find this person using you if you find this find out that this person is not pouring into you like you're pouring into them now it's different if you're doing like some type of mentorship cool because that's your position you're pouring into that person right because essentially somebody's yeah. pouring into you but if you're in a relational thing it's both ways i pour into you you pour into me or i'm feeding you you feed me there's nowhere in the world where when i'm done when i'm out of your presence i'm drained Right now, don't get me wrong. We got instances where people have arguments. That's life. That's reality. But I'm talking about if you're in an mm-hmm. active relationship with somebody and you physically, for the most part, even mentally speaking, and especially spiritually speaking, feel drained. Like this person got all the energy that they need from you and then they just run. You just feel like crap because you're like, yo, what in the world? And some people feed off of that. And once they can't get what they want from you, they go elsewhere. And then they come back. Yeah. And I actually made um, a post. Let me see if I can go to it on my uh, on my Instagram. And I'm going to read it. Uh, of course, I would write IG. Um, give me a sec. It should be that. Facts, Corlin. You know, he said, uh, you see her last comment? No, nah, go said, ahead and read it. What'd she understanding say? Understanding your worth. What'd she say? When you understand your worth, you surround yourself with people who understand their value and they in turn value you oh so you know what speaking of which and i did a couple that's why i'm about to go to my my uh my what in the world jesus hold on y'all trying to go to my my ig to be different ig um help me holy spirit all right so but in any case and the other thing I wanted to talk to, 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 to you about, well, you already knew it. Like, we talked about, about it behind closed doors, but I'm going to share it with you guys. I actually have a, uh, an acquaintance of mine. I'm going to read the um, the thing because it's in, it's in the news, right? It's in the news here in Texas. The brother is, a, is actually a solid cat. He's a solid cat. And he's going to prison for murder now. He's going to prison for mm. murder. Because uh, he killed the man over a woman. Hmm. He, he killed the man. He murdered a man over a woman. And to my understanding, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but the, young, the, 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 other, the other man was actually involved with the woman. Whoever the woman was. They were both involved with the same woman. And I remember asking my homeboy about what transpired. I was like, so what happened to the chick? Did she get shot? Ain't that? Nah, she out there still, you know. 
doing her, doing what she's doing. So I'm like, you, have, you gotta be kidding me. Now, men and women do this, but in, in relation to my men, especially men for the most part that aren't married, they're desiring a wife, desiring uh, marriage and stuff like that. This is something that we as single men need to be vitally aware of is people are the women that we give access to one thing you need to understand it's easy to say okay women are giving men access true you're absolutely right i agree with you one thousand percent cool we got that already established justin and i already know all the other brothers know but what if we're that type of man that loves and cares about a woman but we find ourselves with some type of how does that look so my argument is this and even with the men that basically essentially lost both of their lives one lost his life in murder and the other one because of that murder is going to prison so they both lost their lives and so one yeah. thing we have to consider is that if we understood our worth as men and what i say in uh, on, on the post is that men have real value as well as women all right it's just not what's between what's mm -hmm. in our wallets in between our legs and or our Art. social status and i say understanding your real worth helps you be more mindful of the one you choose to be with so this, this actually correlates with what you were saying justin this correlates with what uh corlin was saying it, it correlates and so what uh tracy is saying to be robbed typically means that someone took it by force or unlawfully now i'm gonna i'm gonna make an argument with that because in this saying because why but the, the, here's the thing there's a reason why in one perspective it may have been taken by force unlawfully because for the most part, and this is something that I, I spoke with offline with a, another friend of mine in, re, in relation to like different women I dated before. She said, man, it's almost, and, yeah. it's, and it sounds like I'm reaching. So to my women or yeah. Yeah, women that may have dealt with this before, forgive me in advance. It may sound like I'm reaching. But a woman said this to me. She said, man, the women that you dealt with before is almost as if you were raped. But she said, in this case, you were raped or robbed of your time. So mm -hmm. they saw something in you and they wanted that from you, but they didn't want to invest. So they took from you, giving you the thought, the notion that you, that they, that, 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 that they wanted what you wanted with them. So essentially they took time from you. They robbed it from you. So let, let me read that real quick. I don't know if you can see that, bro. It's a, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you can see. Can you see that comment? What Tracy wrote? Yeah. Okay. What What do you write, man? Because for some reason it's clear. The know. last one. Yeah. What it says to be robbed. Yeah. To be robbed typically means that someone took it by force or unlawfully, mm -hmm. as it deals with the relationships, as it usually not taken by force. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we allow them into our intimate area. Mm -hmm. So to be robbed in a relationship is to be robbed unlawfully. Unfortunately. We don't know the intentions of the heart until those intentions are revealed by trial and fire. Mm, okay. Let me see if I can see uh, Corlins. And she said, and I have to say this for the Christian or whoever, but this is why it is so important to be yoked with the right person or to be in the same, have the same mindset as a other person. That's basically what's for those who aren't Christian or don't understand Christianese. It basically say, basically being equally yoked essentially means having the same type of mindset, being on the same wavelength. Basically, I want Shoy to want what I want. 
right? I want to build right. with her. I want to build with her specifically. It's not just, oh yeah, I want to get married. No, I want to marry you. Do you want to marry me? I want to build with you. Do you want to build with me? I want to start a business with my homeboy. Bruh, do you want to start this business with me or my crew? Like, do we, are we on the same page? Are we on the, do we have the same mindset? Are we equally yoked when it comes to a specific mission or desire? Are we wanting the same thing with each other? Right, so essentially, that's what equally mm-hmm. yo essentially means, right? And it's just, and she's saying that uh, people only uh, and truly, wow, let me back, with uh, the right people, and truly, only God can link you with the people you are anointed and appointed to be uh, be in your life, whatever the role that uh, it, it, that part, role and a sign. role and a sign. and you and us that are in the military, we understand what it means to operate in a role. As our MOS is concerned, mm-hmm. right? We understand what it means to have an yep. assignment based on what our uh, NCOs, NCOICs, our, our COs, right? Those people assign, they give us assignments, they give us missions for us to accomplish, right? And we know right. that when we're given a mission, usually we have what a battle buddy, a soldier, different soldiers with us that's going to help us complete the assignment. But then we then we got those instances where we got them eight up soldiers, <laughs> right, bro? <laughs> eight up, looking like a whole soup sandwich. He like, bro, I gotta work with you, you. Why am I working with you? Why are you here? <laughs> Why are you here? You know what Ooh, I mean? Hey, some NCOs are eight up. Man, you know come on saying? now, come on now, come on, come on. You preaching? Yo. So and that and that, but outside of the military. Uh, for people who know, don't know what NCO is, mm. like, you know, think of your supervisor at your job or right. your boss. You know you can do your job way better than your boss can, but your supervisor just happens to be that person, whether they're related to the owner or whoever, mm-hmm. or they just happen mm-hmm. to luck into that position. A lot of people aren't qualified for things they aren't, but you're their subordinate. Mm-hmm. And so you have to work with this person. So when you're dealing with people like that in your life who are misqualified, and then you kind of have to deal with it till you get to your position when you're given the opportunity that you can receive your blessing to, I don't know, be above them or have something, a better blessing outside of that mm. job, whatever. Mm. But think of it as relationship-wise, like you can choose to be with somebody who's not qualified to be with you. You mm. know? Um, say, hold on, repeat that again. We're not, you're choosing somebody that's not qualified. You be with somebody who's not qualified to be with you. Um, and, and, and a lot of times we do that because a lot of people we feel we need to be with somebody. There's a lot of people mm. who are out there who I got I need I need to be in a relationship. I need I can't stand being single. This right. and that, you know, yeah. I don't want to be yeah. alone. And so what happens is you get into a relationship with somebody who's not qualified to be with you, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. now you're in a situation that you don't want. It's like I remember I was I was watching something last night, mm. and they were talking about like you know getting yourself in those situations where. You know, you ain't you don't try to learn to be with somebody who they are, and so now you end up with that baby mama situation, right? That baby daddy Come on. situation, yeah. And so, and now you stuck with somebody, and now now, now you got the situation, and now you got a life of misery of somebody. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't learn who they were, you didn't build with them first, 
and then um, and learn things about this person. So now you're stuck in a relationship because you're thinking about, you know, just the sex and kind of just attraction mm -hmm. and not really being a friend and learning who they are as a person, mm -hmm. whether it's like, you know, do I want to be with this person or not? Can you I know, build with this person? Field, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yep. It, 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 and I wrote this in my book, man, and I still, I think about it from time to time. And it, it, it gets to me when I think about it because I heard it in church and people just had to sit forward and not even look at their spouse that was the crazy part so 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 what happened was a minister said that some people he said some of y'all are married to the wrong person i said bruh he said you picked this person for the wrong reason and then reality hits or you find out what your purpose is, or you find out what your assignment is, you find out what your your role is in life for the most part, and now you're stuck with somebody that's not even agreement with what you what you believe you were called to do. You you didn't got hooked up with the wrong battle buddy. Instead of you instead mm -hmm. of your instead of you getting assigned your battle buddy, you picked your own battle buddy because that's your friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, this person makes yeah. you feel like this, and then reality hits, and you're like, oh. This is your MOS. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So wait, exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and and I think that's so important. So when you get so and we find ourselves like that, we where some of us are, I hate to say it like that, it sounds so jacked up because God just lets things happen in reality. God allows things to happen. You know what I'm saying? Good or bad, He allows it. So sometimes I feel sometimes when he was like, well, God had planned for you. Uh, sometimes I'm kind of like, I'm pretty sure God didn't want me to be born out of wedlock. I'm pretty sure he didn't want to, but he, but he allowed it to happen. Otherwise, yeah. he wouldn't be telling people, hey, don't practice premarital sex, right? So it doesn't make any sense. But it's like, I'm going to allow it to happen because I'm, I, I desire to still use um, you as an individual for good, right? You didn't, yeah. none of us asked to be on this planet, but I'm still going to use you for good, right? So, but in any case, um, I was saying that for a reason, bro. Oh, wow, wow, I was saying that for a reason. But far as us, like, oh, so some of us, we're actually byproducts of our parents giving access to the wrong person. It may be our mother that gave access uh -huh. to the wrong person, Whoa. or obviously, or it may be our father that gave access to the wrong woman. Right, and it is, she just happened to be right. our mama, but I'm pretty. But that's th heavy, man. It's that's heavy, true. but that's truth. It's not oh, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Like I said before, remember I said you know, being in a situation that baby mama, that baby daddy situation, mm -hmm. giving access to somebody who's not qualified for you. Exactly. That goes into the same thing. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody. We and we don't want to uh, accept it, but sometimes you know what I'm saying. Hey, like, being frank. My, one of our parents or both of our parents wasn't shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? Like, right. a lot of kids are growing up in that, that situation now. Exactly. We have a lot of yep. mothers and fathers in these communities mm -hmm. who ain't worth anything. And you see them out there. You see how ignorant these women be acting, like what they do, you know what I'm saying? Or, exactly. Or, you know, some of how slothful or lazy some of these guys are. Like, yep. or uncle. It is and, it just, and it just trickles so, down to the kids. Yeah, yeah, no, you got it. Go ahead. I'm listening. And they. And then they have to suffer. And mm -hmm. then, now, and to make matters worse, you have situations where, on top of that, like you know, let's just speaking on this, this specific situation mm -hmm. where you get the mothers who call themselves mothers make the situation bad for the father who wants to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, right? 
Mm-hmm. But then they don't allow him, these men, to have the opportunity to be with their children because they're not in a relationship anymore. They're not romantic anymore. Because he, deni- he make, denied her access. Only, so she's going to deny him yeah, access to the kids. <laughs> so now she's denying him access to the kid. Right. So like, it's being petty, but you're making the kid suffer for this. Exactly. And you're not even thinking about that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? These are yeah. the same mothers who make sure they look good, but they kid getting like Dollar General and Walmart clothes, you know what I'm saying? Or you know, ain't really looking out for their kids. Right. They buy a six hundred dollar weeds, you Bruh. know what I'm saying, out, out all night. It's just Bruh. and that, I know that's like a very cliche situation. Yeah. That's just a it's small an extreme. Example. But yeah, no, but I mean, but that still happens for some people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Tracy, what he said was two cows, and this is, he's referencing uh, being equally yoked, which is what Corlin was speaking about. But he said two cows with the same right limp and yoked will always create a right slant. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're getting. I like what yeah. you're saying. He said, but if you yoke two cows with left and right limp, the struggles of the limp will, will permit a better line. Because it's, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It balances it. It balances it. Basically, being equally yoked to somebody means that you're balancing each other out. Most people don't like talking like that, even within Christendom, but there is a balance. It is a balance. Even scriptural speaking, God said when he made Adam, he said, I'm going to make a woman. He said, I'm going to uh, make a suitable help me to, um, to compliment to mm-hmm. compliment, I would argue and say to balance my man out because there are just and certain things he just couldn't do. Go ahead, bro. And then, and then people like the word, the word compliment because a lot of people don't know this, but if you are a person who knows like grammar and writing, there's mm-hmm. two different versions of compliment. All right, there's okay. compliment with a C O M P L I, compliment C L P L I. That means to add to right mm. but then compliment is c-o-m-p-l-e to give that's the one guy was talking about compliment to add value to that person that's the part compliments like to give praise to if you lie to kind of like add that kind of like, like an adjective right yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas compliment p-l-e means to add what you're talking about the per- person who compliments you so you, you know so add that value version, and you said you said add value right yeah oh that's good oh that's real good that's real good because so essentially and so even with Adam we understand that he was the only he couldn't give a, mm, this sounds really jacked up but he could have given access to animals because they couldn't compliment no I mean they he couldn't that, that, that's going into a deeper thingy because like dealing with like biblical stuff and like the Nephilim and how they the angels slept with women and and then how scripture was talking about don't sleep with an animal why because the animal cannot you're not created to do stuff like that and it's 2019 and people are doing that but i, I ain't trying yeah. to get it i ain't trying to get into all that but it makes sense even more now yeah. because had he had slept with one of the animals the the, the thing that they would have produced that's the other part the thing that would have been produced right wouldn't have been the outcome that mm-hmm. god wanted Right, it would have been something he did not desire. Right, so for the most part, and now I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to touch kids. I want to touch like the outcome of a relationship, the fruit of. Oh, hey, the fruit of a relationship is when you, when you give access to somebody. What is the fruit of it? What transpires mm-hmm. in that relationship? We got a lot of toxic relationships and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like, so what, what, what transpires when you give access to the wrong thing, to the wrong creature? You're going to create something yeah. that's, that's, that's not, that's disgusting, that's gross, that's unhealthy. 
that could die and perish mm -hmm. at any moment or the thing that you could create could affect other people around you right yeah the case in point i use uh myself and my ex-wife and you know a little bit about this bro so uh for those listening some of y'all may have known about this before those of y'all listening to the podcast i may have known heard this before but i got married at 19 married my ex-wife right uh thought my my ex-wife's son was my son all that nice cute stuff get divorced but what had happened was that relationship with my ex-wife and with her son affected my mother it affected my mother from an emotional standpoint because she didn't have any grandkids outside of my nephew. I, I'm an uncle now, right? I've been an uncle mm. for almost two years. And so for years, even after I got divorced in 2011, I kept apologizing to my mom because she was constantly staying in contact with my ex-wife. And I'm like, mom, that's not your grandson. He is not my son. Why are you in contact? And it would hurt my mom when my ex-wife would operate a certain way with my mom or even try to manipulate my mom trying to get back to me and I'm just like wow I made a horrible decision I gave access to the wrong person and now it's affecting somebody close to me right mm. so 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 even with that let's 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 put it like this and I'm you know me I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to preach bro but I need to just do this and then you can give your own uh, analogies but I know you're gonna, you you follow me for the most part so when we think about Adam Adam gave access far as like he gave himself the wrong access when he ate what the fruit whatever fruit it was it could have been a banana for all we can or persimmon dragon fruit mm -hmm. something you know what i'm saying weed it could have weed could have mm -hmm. actually been like an edible plant and, i don't know i'm being funny so but we got that established but um hold on give me a second just waiting on that people but um we got we got that established but he gave himself access and that access affected everybody we at one point mm -hmm. were supposed to live forever until you know biblically biblically speaking historically biblically biblically historically speaking we were supposed to live forever right not just our spirit but this little shell that we got was supposed to live forever and the moment that he made the decision and gave himself access to the wrong thing it affected generations upon generations upon generations and so mm. on and so forth so here we are talking about stuff like this you know what yeah. i'm saying um it goes back to and matter of fact given that given access to the wrong person it makes me think about what tupac said with the word thug life right the hate you give others yeah. the hate you give uh infants or f's infants right mm -hmm. the you give f, uh, f's infants right so it's basically like yeah. the decisions that you make now will affect the next generation and even biblically speaking the israelites or our people they didn't care about the repercussions they just wanted what they wanted right then and right then and there they wanted it right now and then when when they actually crucified christ they said let his blood be upon our kids and yeah. technically, so to speak, technically, we are their kids. We are the descendants of those people that said that stuff. And look at the and plight. Like the sins of the father and all that. Yeah, the sins of the father affects the children. So when you're giving yourself access to isn't so in this case, it's not just relational. It could be just a the bad decision. You're giving your now you're opening a door for for a bad consequence. Does it make sense? I don't, does it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean. 
I mean, we, we remember we talked about before, like, because we are kind of harping and kind of expanding on the same thing when mm-hmm. I mentioned uh, people who are not qualified to mm-hmm. be with you. And mm-hmm. then you have that child with that woman or that man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, who's not qualified, right? So then now you have a child in that situation. But then in this environment, you have a child being raised in a broken environment. Right. And so this child being raised in a broken environment and mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever capacity, this child is being nurtured in a very fragile, toxic environment with two people who, one, didn't want to be with each other. They didn't base it on love. And then on top of that, now his lifestyle is his lifestyle. Her mm. lifestyle is her lifestyle. Right, right. And then now they're thinking about each other and the child is caught on the crossfire. It's like two warring armies. Mm, and this mm. child, this little pedestrian who's walking through, mm. and it's like, I'm neutral, but then I'm not because and I'm stuck between these two people fighting. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like two lions fighting. And then the gazelles kind of like walk through. Mm. They're like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, and I mean, I'm not sure if it's related, but I saw this video and it's like, it's very introspective. Mm. And it says, this is what happens when we are fighting amongst each other, the enemy can sneak upon us, right? Wow. And so, yeah. it's, so two, it's so two antelopes, like button heads like this and that. And there's one of them watching like, hey man, Oh shoot! They, and they ran off. They, they they saw in the distance what was happening. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the video, it's very small. It's just like it got bigger, it got bigger. And then you can see what it was. It was a lion just running at full speed, just yeah. And from the background, ran. He wasn't creeping. He was running. Get all oh, they distracted. So let me sneak up on them. All of a sudden, and then the, one of them ran away, but then got the other one. Boom! That was it. Right. So that can happen with like the two parents. Are like going at it and not mm. seeing the damage that they're causing, right? Whether it could be against the damage to themselves, but also the damage to anyone around them. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the enemy, they say the child can get snatched up, the child can be um, affected not just by the parents, but also by society. You're not you're focusing on each other in the battle you have with each other, child put support, custody, and the fight between you and each other, and you're mm-hmm. not seeing the damage that's affecting the child, mm-hmm. and then or the something outside attack of somebody else. Who can come in and influence the child not getting what they need from you right so now somewhere outside they're seeking uh guidance from somebody else like they're seeking guidance from the government or, or right. the system mm-hmm. who, who doesn't give a f about us right or they're come seeking on guidance from these, these broken gangs out there because you know the crypts and the blood were positive groups for african teachings exactly because they came after the, after the black panthers but now mm-hmm. the crypts and the blood are misguided mm-hmm. because you know they're, they're saying oh let's go kill an old lady to be initiated so yeah, yeah like, kids in these neighborhoods. What is, what is that? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. stupid stuff like that, right? So you have kids who are being raised in broken homes and not being raised properly. And so now they're seeking other ways to get the guy that they want. So a lot of people don't understand the dynamic of your household and your children, your relationship romantically, who you get access to, and then how can it affect each other? Then it affects you if you have kids, it affects them, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. outside and, and grows and it continues to expand to wide network. People don't understand how much it can affect right. home. Right. And so what, what what Tracy said was we have to learn, and this applies to everybody, we have to learn to wait in the same manner we make people wait before we give. It teaches patience, character, appreciation, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding uh, matter, the matter or, or, or a person. And he says, but do we like to wait? No, none of us like to wait. I'm guilty of it. Like, I'm impatient. Uh, but something, you know, and something that my uh, my apostle talked about as late, 
he was talking about honor and he was talking about being loyal to the process that's what we talked about this past sunday being loyal to your process and he says if you're choosing not to be loyal to your process and you skip process you're gonna screw yourself up you're gonna screw yourself hmm. up and i and i was like bruh what so he i'm pretty sure you heard the story about like ruth and boaz right just to yeah. take, check this out this negro did this bro that's what this black man did so he starts talking about um hold on. he starts telling us a story but he tells us the outcome of what happened between ruth and orpah now we know that orpah left but it just never dawned on me what happened to orpah what happened after orpah left because both of their husbands who were israelites died we know what happened to ruth Ruth died. I mean, Ruth, she went with Naomi. She ended up marrying Boaz. They had Obed, then they had Jesse, and Jesse had David. David was the second king. We know that Yahoshua or Jesus or Yeshua for some people, he was the son of David down the line as far as lineage. Cool, we got that. But what happened to Orpah? So this man taught us that Orpah, because she left, when Ruth stayed, she ended up getting with a Philistine man, and they she ended up having kids. Watch this, and the kids were giants, and one of the kids was the kid that David killed years later, generations later. Now here's the weird thing: it's like, what? That don't make any sense. When we think about the Nephilim, this is just like just some weird stuff. With the Nephilim, they were called um, like heroes of old right so they're they're your hercules those type of people were hercules like from what was it roman or uh or grecian greek Greek mythology he basically zeus slept with a human woman and produced hercules with them their lifespan is slightly different from regular human beings right Mm -hmm. so you got that so anyways she had kids one of the kids was goliath this is the same goliath that got killed by david a few years maybe at least 40 years down the line because David was a teenager. So that meant that Goliath was at least a whole adult, right? And I was like, bro, what? But what he said was, have you, if you don't stay loyal to the process and you want to skip the process, right? Don't, it was a, it felt like a reach. <laughs> it felt like a reach biblically, but I understood yeah. it. I was like, dang, but he said, look at the outcome of that. She left because she wanted what she wanted. She had her kids, she's happy, but then her own kids, and basically dying by her because uh, essentially Ruth was her sister. They were sisters, right? So basically, mm-hmm. her kids died. Boaz, uh, um, uh, I'm sorry, Orpah's kids died by the hands of essentially Ruth's great grandson. Mm. That's the crazy part. But what would happen had Orpah stayed with her? They probably would have just both married somebody else, and we wouldn't have heard that type of story. You know, David would have still been king and other stuff would have transpired. But he was talking about the process. Now, there's a part in my book. All right, man. Peace and God bless, bro. So, but there's a a part in my book where um, I talk about what happened with Jacob. All right. Jacob was tricked by his uncle Laban 
and he will he ended up marrying Leia and then he had to wait another seven years to marry Rachel and in the book I was like why didn't that happen I mean why did that happen why didn't they, somebody why didn't Jacob just wait to somebody this that this and the third I was trying to figure out why did that happen but it went back and so this past Sunday my apostle was talking about uh, the process again but this time he was talking about what happened with Jacob and his brother Esau so there was already a prophecy saying that Jacob was going to basically be over far as rule was concerned over his brother but his brother was going to be stronger than him but what happened was when Jacob listened to his mother um, um, Rebecca he ended up bypassing the process right and so what happened because essentially yep. he bypassed the process now his brother wants to kill him because he stole his birthright he stole the blessing now he's leaving fleeing for his life and now he gets tricked by his his uncle Laban and so he wants the woman that he wants to be with now he got to wait 14 years for her but technically speaking that probably probably would not have happened had he not ever stole not the, the not the not the birth but the blessing had yeah. he not stole his brother's blessing and ran for his life, there's a strong likelihood that Esau would have married Laban because they're both the older siblings. And and Laban yeah. and with Laban and them, they had a, a, a thing where it's like the oldest had to marry off, be married off first. So if they're trying to find a wife or somebody like that, and they're all kind of like intermarried anyways. There's a there's a chance that Esau would have married Leah and Jacob would have still got Rachel and the whole story would have been entirely different. Hey, how you doing? And the whole story would have been entirely different. But when we're impatient and we do things the way that we want to do it, now this is dealing with our decisions. We're giving access to the to, to, to other different things that's going to prolong what we're trying to get to, right? Right. So, so obviously we touched on relational things. We touched on like far as like our, our decisions affecting kids, right? Because we realized that those decisions later on like affected kids and stuff like that. But even from a um um from a financial perspective, even from a, a you know a financial perspective, or just even just friendships, not romantic, but just regular friendships, that yeah. same thing can actually transpire when you give the wrong person access and now this person is using you for their own personal gain or something like that. They're the type of people we hear about in movies, right? Where it's like, oh yeah, yo, they come out of nowhere or the person that really didn't like you, all of a sudden you make it big or whatever and then they just pop up, oh yeah, you're like, bro, where you come from? Who, what? Right. What do you, what do you want? You know what I mean? What do you want? And so some people, who sent, you? who sent you? Exactly, who sent you? And now we find, or oh, those people find themselves giving acts and leeches. Exactly, and Coraline, that's what you said earlier, and I believe Tracy said the same thing. Leeches, they're leeches. They're leeching off you, and this is actually still goes back to narcissism, which is what you touched on, Justin. You know what I mean? And so we got that established where these people they're trying to get something from you, and once they get what they get from you, they're on to the next person. But it's actually mm -hmm. our fault that we gave this person access for whatever the reason we gave this person access it affected us and it, 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 us giving us us giving these people access hurt us so even in response and i'm gonna end it bro because it's been going on an hour so i'm gonna, I'm gonna say a few things i'm gonna let you touch on uh, the things that you want to say then we're gonna cut it short but so i'm gonna end it on my end as far as the, the relationship with the young lady that i was dating a while back so I gave her access. She showed her whole tale. Now, what do I look like giving this same woman access 
that show her whole tale, that reveal her whole character about herself, that justify all her bad actions. Now, why would I give her access to me from a financial perspective? Because she's going to help me get money, quote unquote. No, you're still the same person. Your conversation is still the same. Your mindset is still the same. And there was a chick that I, uh, I that I dated years ago that I went to church with. I actually reached out to her earlier this year to do a song with me. And I told her up front, I was like, yo, I don't want no one from you. I don't want a relationship with you. It's just strictly business. It's music. We have no chance of getting back together, period. I need to let you know that up front. And she said, dang. I was trying to see what was good. I was like, nah, bro, nah. And so when we, but, and I, I learned then, like, I, I gave her access, and it was like, that was even my fault that I shouldn't have did that. I did that. But it worked out because I right. started, I was just like, man, you own some other stuff. You tripping. I, I, exactly. Exactly. Out of uh, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Exactly. And so she told me what she wanted, and I was like, no, nah, that's not what I want from you. You know what I'm saying? And we don't, that's not going to happen again. But, my thing is, had I, but had I gave that woman access again, she would have went when we were just conversing, and she was telling me what was going on, and I was like, bro, mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself, bro, you haven't changed at all. You're still the same person. <laughs> you just got slightly worse than what you were when I last met you. You're worse off than <laughs> what you were. You're worse off than how you left me. This is what I'm thinking to myself. And you so I'm telling the chick, I was like, man, you're bleeding. You're this, you're that. You need to heal. You da 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 da. But in, my, in, my, in the back of my head, I'm like, yo, I'm so glad that I'm not fooling with you because the situation would have been 10 times as worse than the first time. And so there's a scripture that talks about that as far as demons are concerned. And I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to let you speak your peace, bro. But it talks about how Christ yeah. was talking about this, how a demon leaves our temple. It gets cast out. He goes into, he said, it's like, he goes into this dry area and he's like, man, I'm going to go back to the place I got kicked out of. And if he gets access, and you're right, Corlin, be careful of familiar spirits. They are real. That's a real thing. But so the spirit said, I'm going to go back to the place that I got kicked out of, that I left from. I'm going to leave that person that I'm going to go back to the person that I got my energy from. Right. That's narcissism. So it's basically right. Mm -hmm. And he said, and scripture was saying that when he went back to that house or that person's temple, he brought more demons with him or he brought more situations mm -hmm. with that person. So when that person that's narcissistic, once they leave or they try to come back and you turn around and get them access, they're going to be seven times as worse as they were the first time that you gave them access. So and that's that's nobody's fault but our own. So even in that, we have to be mindful of how uh, we have to be mindful and examine ourselves about the people that we give access to. Why are we giving them access? How patient are we or how impatient are we? Or do we feel lonely? And is this person adding to us like we're adding to them? These are things that we need to consider. So go ahead and say your piece, bro. You got you got the mic from here. I mean, I will. I mean, I would say the responsibility always falls on more than one person. It's never one person's fault. Like, mm. yeah, we gave them access, but of course, you know, the person didn't took. That's like saying, like, you know, when you're in a relationship and people are like, you know, mm. oh, that person they did this, you you let that happen, like, you know, we or the person who did the person wrong. It's not always just the person who did the person wrong, but also the person who gave them access. So mm -hmm. it's on both parties. Both parties. Um, You're right. It was funny. I was, um, you know, comedian TK Kirkland? Nah. Um, now he's a legend in the game. Like, he's 
like not only been around for a minute, it's funny, but he put a, a lot of comedians that we know, he put a lot of them on. Mm. Like Def Comedy Jam was actually based upon him. Really? You know, he, got, he shut it down. And, but he never was on Def Comedy Jam. But anyway, mm. so I saw one of his stands up and like, he was saying like, talking about, you know, the people who do people wrong and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, man, he had this kind of punchline I kept saying, he's like, who raised you? Like he kept saying like, he was, like right. who raised you? Who raised you? Raised you? You're right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you know, people out here doing stuff they're doing. It's like, who raised you, though? Like, you know what I'm like, saying? <laughs> how did you become who you are? Right. And you kind of touched it on a little bit. And I wish we kind of got on it more a little bit later uh, earlier. Was the friendship part, like, giving people who either act like your friends or people who were your friends, are your friends, showing the true colors. Like, that access, that level of access, not just romantically, because you gotta, I've been there. Mm-hmm. The people who act like my friends when I was in the army, um, like I remember it happened to me a few times. People in the same barracks room, either, like when I first got to my unit in you know, the first week, uh, he wasn't a friend of mine, but it was like, this is like people you serve in the military with. Mm-hmm. He stole some CDs from me. I told my sergeants, they were like, well, he said he didn't do it. So then that's it. I'm like, I'm, I don't even know y'all. Y'all already, this is like, they kind of shot my whole view of the military within right. a few days of being right. in the unit. Right. And then de- deploying, same thing. And then uh, when I got back, I had like stuff, being, your clothes being stolen out the washer machine. Um, I remember before the second deployment, my, my first car got broken into mm-hmm. in the barracks parking lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mind you, I had an O2 Hyundai Sonata. But then you got people with cutlasses and paint jobs and better cars and sound systems than I have, but my car got broken in. Right, so that is crazy. Were, so, people, so people were saying most likely it could have been somebody I, I knew my unit I gave a ride to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just it's crazy. So it's like these people I'm supposed to go to war with and have my back. Right, are still right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then I remember having friends, guys who act like my friends, like lying about why they need money. One dude, I could say his name. But, you know, he said, oh, my grandma died. But then I talked to my homeboy who, who knows his sister, was like, yeah, so it can't be the grandma on this side because she's already dead and the other grandma's alive. So so it's like, hmm, instead of just telling me what he needed the money for, it took him forever to pay me back. And it's like, well, people who, there was something I shared recently in the last month or two. Mm-hmm. And it goes on support. It's like, you know, looking at, strangers who support you more than your close friends or family right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like people that i know personally who have never not once said hey i want to try to get your book even though i can't get it right now i want to get it i want to support you and then not even once prompting to and then mm-hmm. when i try to put them and say hey you want to get my book and they kind of like blow it off or whatever mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. you see those people in your life that you give you give access to mm-hmm. and you support them you do this for them whatever then they don't give you that same access. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They don't open the door for you. So it's like being mindful of, okay, what doors, what rooms to put these people in. Right. And then what door to give them keys to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Are, yeah. They worthy, are they worthy or qualified to get these keys to the access you want to give these rooms, the doors you want to give them to? You know, because not everybody deserves those doors. It's kind of like, you know, not when opportunity knocks, like when you're going for success, mm-hmm. when you're seeking to make it, in life, whatever it is you're going for, as an artist, performer, business, whatever it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's the same aspect in those friend relationships or business relationships. Right. Who are you willing to give access to? Mm-hmm. And those doors, they quickly switch into the business part. 
a lot of times we've heard this before, you know, saying like whereas where a lot of doors are shut on us and we get like discouraged, like, you know, why people reject this. But a lot of times it was a quote, it said something about uh, if you look at rejection as ways of one, they didn't deserve you, but also those those uh, doors that were shut on you were actually relationships that you didn't want to be a part of, like business-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, and because if you, let's say if they gave you access, right? And they mm-hmm. gave you an opportunity. It could have been the worst business opportunity, the worst job, the worst career, worst whatever that you could have had. And right. maybe it was it was good that that door was shut because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. person or that company or that business would actually been toxic for you. Right. So it's good that, that you didn't get that accident. You mentioned, man, I really wanted to be a part of it. I really want to be signed in with these people or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's good that they shut you out because it would have been negative it would have been toxic for you. so right, right. you gotta look at yeah so then look at it on that flip side of what access you didn't get yeah and be happy for it so yeah yeah like in a relationship if somebody some girl some dude suck you down be grateful that they rejected you because mm. that could have that would have been a negative relationship for you right so be glad you didn't get access to that so, right uh, I just want to leave on that note, whether it's personal, romantic, business, whatever it is. A lot of times, if you were not given access to certain people because they didn't, they were not worthy or qualified, going back to what I said before, to get access to you. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, if y'all are set out, rejected by any form or fashion for certain people, look at it. Look at it as you. We're not giving access we're giving them access to you you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. that was a blessing in disguise right um right. and you got to be mindful of who you give access to whether it's certain people who claim they're your friends romantic wise you really got to be careful with your heart yes a lot of times we can learn our lessons mm-hmm. but a lot of times we don't want forced lessons where we should have avoided it you should have seen the signs but we decided mm-hmm. to ignore it because of our own a brash selfish reasons we wanted something now 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 right so be a little bit more patient Mm-hmm. But if the opportunity is there, you know what I'm saying, the right ones, give it. So um, to be mindful of the access code you give it to and understand that if you were not given access to something, could have been a blessing for you to get the proper access to the right people and the right business and the right business opportunities in your life. If you're shut out one way, the greater doors will be open. Because you've heard the phrase before, one door closes, another door opens. Exactly. So exactly. Be mindful. Word. All right, man. Justin, thank you so much. This is in the books. We're officially, because we did a few lives before, but you are officially a guest on a podcast. <laughs> this is going to yeah, this episode 25. This is legit. I'm so excited about this. But hey, guys, um, thank you so much for watching the, the, the Facebook Live. If you were watching or you're going to be watching later on. And for those who take who took the time to uh, to actually listen to the podcast, thank you so much. Um, either way, Facebook Live or the podcast, thank you so much for listening to uh, the Supposed to Be Different podcast. This is your man, Gerard Kenneth. And of course, this is episode 25, Access Granted, featuring my homie, my bro, Justin, Tony. All right, y'all. Peace and God so bless. Quite, so quite original. Hey, you know oh, hey, hey real quick, man. Yeah. Tell them about like where can we find your stuff? Like where can we find you on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter? And where can we find your work at? I'm not really active on my Twitter, but I need to be. But on Instagram, you can follow me on SoulQ33. SoulQ Original there as well. 
but my handle is S O U L Q three three. Mm. All right, and also on Facebook is Soul Q Original. That's S O U L space Q space Original Soul Q Original, uh, as well as part of the Spitfire Poetry Group on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Spitfire Saturdays page as well. I have my book Evolution of Soul. Wait a minute. Uh oh, here we go. Evolution of Soul, hey. a journey through poetry, y'all. You know what I'm saying? You can find it on Amazon.com. Uh, it's Evolution of Soul, a journey through poetry by Soul Quest. All mm-hmm. right. Um, or if you're in Savannah, or if you want to reach me directly, I can get a book signed for you and mail it to you. Uh, it's taking you on the journey with me, going for $15. And poetry, inspirational quotes, all that great stuff. Um, Check us out I'm here in the Savannah, Georgia area. If you find yourself coming to Savannah or in Savannah, you want to know about any shows going on, highlight us with all the information I said before about Spitfire, Soul Q Original, my book. Um, and then I got a show set up in Columbia, South Carolina, November 19th at the White Mule, all right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be going down at 7.30, and it's going to be dope. I can't wait to be a part of it. Make sure you come through and uh show out you know what i'm saying so it's the more more in store thank y'all for listening okay so thank you for checking out the podcast this is the supposed to be different podcast this is episode 25 access granted featuring justin tony peace and god bless deuce